All right, welcome to the Real Estate Palmetto Real Estate Pros here today. We've got Dawn with me today. This is Larry, and Chad is driving from Florida back to Columbia, South Carolina. And I just want to thank Brian for a moment for being such a prognosticator of rain every day lately. It's He's been, awesome. It's just been a pleasure every day with rain. I can't get contractors to do anything outside because they're afraid it's going to rain, even if it's not raining. So it's been a wonderful what gosh two weeks of rain i i told somebody the other day i'm gonna start building me a boat just in case so but today <laughs> we're going to be talking about the pros and cons in real estate and what came to mind is because of the market we're in uh, some other ways to buy houses if you can't qualify because of down payment or credit score or something and it's called rent to own and we're going to talk about some ways that that works and doesn't work and what you should be weary of and what you should be able to say, well, that makes sense. Let's do it. And Dawn has experienced this already in her illustrious career. So she's going to be here with us to talk. And I put a note down yesterday, folks, that uh, some of you may or may not remember a movie with Tom Hanks uh, in the classic comedy, The Money Pit, where they were going to get rich in home ownership and bought a piece of property that uh, it was about to fall down, but they thought they would restore it. And every time they turned around, they found a new problem. And uh, that's for some investors and people out there listening. Make sure that you're sure before you invest in a money pit. And um, some houses are just that inspection. way. What's always that? Always get a home. Always get a home inspection. I yes. know a lot of investors. They will send by a contractor to give them estimates for repairs, but a contractor is not a home inspector. A contractor will go in and say, "Well, yeah, you need a new roof, and you need to update the kitchen," and. But the, but the home inspector goes in and he looks inside the walls at the electrical and looks underneath the house at the plumbing to make sure there's no leaks or just even to make sure that the toilet flushes properly. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's and, – and it will save you thousands of dollars. A $400 home inspection will save you thousands of dollars that a contractor won't even know to look for. Well, in until, some cases, until Dombey, the walls are open, until you're doing renovations, so that's how you avoid that money pit. And in some cases, Don, the owner doesn't even know those problems exist. Correct. Because they're hidden, or, or they just don't want to tell you. Well, that too. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but it's true. <laughs> but um, what's happening in the market right now? We know that, you know, uh, interest rates are going up. I'm sure everybody hoping that they come back down. They're probably it's going to be a long time before they come back down ever to 3% again if they do. But right now, according to the Association of Realtors, the national media average for a home price is $353,900, $354,000. And they're saying that the normal down payment that they're seeing on the average is about 20% down. So when you equate the equate that 20% of $353,000 is almost $80,000. So that's a good stretch Uh, of the pocketbook. Yeah, as a down payment, as a down payment. So for like a a conventional loan, a lot of people to avoid 
paying private mortgage insurance, which is a few dollars a month. It's, it's a calculation based on the purchase price of your house. It's just to ensure that, you know, until you have at least 20% equity, they're going to tack on a little bit more money. It's, you know, for the bank, for the lender, for their insurance. You don't get that back in the sale. It's money sunk, but it's an advantage to people who don't have 20% down to put on a house. But, you know, even $100,000, even a $100,000 house, and, you know, you can find those in some places in the South. Um, $100,000 house, 20% down is $20,000. The average net worth of a renter is about $5,000, whereas the average net worth of a homeowner, and this is nationally again, is about a quarter million dollars. So where does that person who is renting right now and doesn't have a home get $20,000? Well, you know, there's some there are some ways to do it. There are FHA loans. There are some conventional loans with 5% down. But really, that's what this whole show is about, isn't it, Larry? Just how to help a person who might not have that $20,000 or even $10,000 get into a house. That's correct. And um, we've been doing these things. There's people out there. I'm just wanting people to be careful who they deal with. If you're going to do a rent-to-own um so that's what the show's about a little bit today and what it does is erica has told us on our show before that people that could qualify for a home just a few months ago now because of interest rates may not be able to qualify uh, unless they have more and more down payment because of the rate that they have they might not be able to be able to make a payment of so many dollars and when renters interest goes up it lowers the amount they can borrow so one of the things that we have as a solution in this is called rent to own. And first off, uh, Don, take about a minute or two before we have to take a break. What rent to own really means in our language? Well, it's pretty much exactly what it is. It's not owner financing. It's where a person can come in and rent a house until they qualify to buy the house. And that qualification can be through um working on your on your credit score to be able to finance a house or you know paying a little bit of extra money in the rent that goes into an escrow account to help you save money for your down payments uh, it's uh, an opportunity for a landlord to offer the dream of home ownership for somebody and maybe even delay paying capital gains although I'm not a tax professional so definitely talk with your tax professional about that but you know there are a few different advantages to finding uh, and vetting a person who can come in and take over not take over your payments because that's you're not owning the house yet but you're renting with the intention of buying that home correct and the the good thing here is that if the house suits you and you can't qualify for a mortgage for whatever reason at the moment at least you can go in and think about this will be your home one day and you will have home home ownership and as Don was saying when you own a home automatically your portfolio changes uh, from a renter to an owner which means you have more net worth almost immediately um, also, while we're doing this show, Dawn and I want to make sure everybody here understands we are not accountants. 
We are not lawyers. We're just real estate people that have been doing this a long time. And we're offering ways to look at things to be a homeowner uh, without having to just pour money into a rental and never have anything in return for it. So um, there's people that um, move into a city and they just change jobs. They can't buy a house because they haven't been on the house on or hadn't been on their job long enough, Don. So that may mm-hmm. be a strike that goes against them. Um, or And lenders want to see that you're permanent wherever you're at. So those are the things we're going to be talking about this morning. If you're out there listening, you can give us a call in at 799-TALK, 803-799-TALK, and we'll listen to your comments. We're coming back on the air. This is Larry and Don. Chad is driving somewhere in an automobile from Florida back up to South Carolina. I'm sure he'll enjoy the rain as he drives. Um, well, you know, he can be listening on his Wi-Fi, too, or on his, uh, on, on his phone. You don't have to be tuned in to the radio locally to listen. You can actually just log on to palmettorealestatepros.com, hit that Listen Live link from any place in the world. So long as you're in the uh, zone that where we're airing live, you can listen live. Correct. And today, what I really want to get to here is because people really would prefer to own than rent because ownership really is much less expensive than renting uh, other than you got a landlord that'll take care of most of your issues if the door doesn't shut they'll come fix it but um, the price of renting uh, is usually covered in that but the the way we look at uh, rent to own is let's just pretend for some reason either your credit score or your down payment is not enough to purchase a home right now with a typical lender. Um, even uh, Erica can't do some magic, but she's pretty good at getting people loans and helping. In fact, she's helped with situations like this. Typically, what we suggest is to go find out where your credit score is and what you need to get a loan. And you may be a little short, but that's okay. And then you need to determine um, and put away some money for a down payment because you're going to need that one way or the other. And the rent-to-own process, and again, we're not lawyers and we're not accountants, so you need to talk to those kind of people. But usually we have what's called a rental agreement. It's a standard rental agreement that you agreed to rent the house and pay so many dollars per month usually for 12, 15, 18 months, two years, whatever. And uh, that's your rental side. But the little catch here is that you do not make a deposit. Hmm, that's pretty good. You don't have to make a deposit. Well, well don't. You get a refundable deposit if you're renting, right? Yes, you it's refundable you if you're... You get it back de- when you take care of the place. That's yeah. right. So yeah. in this case, you don't put down a deposit. But we have another agreement that's called an option. It's the right for you to buy that property at some price. So you have a separate agreement from rental 
that says you have the right, the option. It's your right to buy it. If you exercise that option, the owner has to sell it. You don't have to buy it, but that owner will have to sell it to you at whatever price that the two parties agree on. And you always put these in writing. Don't just have a verbal agreement. Put it in writing. Writing is enforceable. Uh, sometimes well, in real estate, it has to be in writing to be legal. That's, right. It has to law. be in writing. It's the law. And you there has to be writing in real estate right. to be legal. And you have to do something of valuable consideration, which 99.9% is money. So while you didn't make a, a, de- a deposit on the house that's refundable on the option, you pay money that's non-refundable to secure your right to purchase that home sometimes in the future. It may be six months, 12 months, a year. Uh, Donald Trump was known for five-year options in New York. So whatever you and the owner agree to within that number, that period of time, you've got to either buy that property or it's defaulted or you get it extended. So if you don't have enough down payment, it may be a way that instead of paying 20% down, you've got 5%, but your credit's a little bruised. So you put 5% down and you enter into the agreement. The two agreements are separate entities. With the so, option, you do not have equitable interest in the home, but that option can be filed at the courthouse as a legal document that during that period, the owner can't go get another loan against it, and that protects you that he doesn't sell it out from under you. So, uh, And let's be clear about that down payment, right? So when you rent a house, just a traditional rental, you'll put down a deposit. But this is different because if you have the option, and there, you know anybody can construct these any way they want, but the way that we do it and advise our clients who are you know owners of the property to do it is it's not a deposit it's a minimum it's a down payment it is a non-refundable down payment before you move into the home that so and it's a minimum of three thousand dollars it's not a five hundred dollar you know down payment it's a minimum of three thousand dollars so that the person moving in has some skin in the game they're going to take tentatively take better care of the house uh they're going to fix it if it breaks because they're looking at a future ownership for the home so there's a huge advantage to that too right yeah i want to be very clear yeah, and that, and that three thousand applies to the purchase correct and it applies to the purchase yeah so and you're not throwing it away if you exercise the option if you're serious it goes to the purchase here's the other thing your rent let's just call it a thousand dollars a month you pay in rent if you want to pay a little bit more uh, toward the purchase as you're living in the house one month. So I got an extra couple of hundred dollars. You can write a check to that company that's working with you toward the purchase. So now instead of 3000, you got $3,200 toward the purchase of the home per month, right? Per month. So you can do that, which helps if you need more down payment, you can pay extra money to get where you need to be to get a a loan. Uh, Also with this type agreement to help your credit there are programs out there i won't name the companies if you 
want to call me later somehow, I'll tell you, I don't want to do it on the air. I'm not advertising other companies. But there are companies out there that you can have your rent drafted, and they will report to the credit bureaus that your it goes toward the purchase of a home. And so your credit is being built while you make your rent payment. They may charge you 10 or $15 or something to do that, but it's building your credit. So you can get more down payment and get credit, building your credit while you're renting to own in some of these situations. And again, uh, you can talk to your accountants and see where you need to be. Talk to the mortgage company, see where your credit score is, where it might need to be. And um, I think these are good ways to help with the solution that people really want to buy but just can't do it at the moment. And uh, we can be creative, and most people can be a little creative and help you where you can get into a home. Um, and they all have different agreements. It's what you and the owner agree to that you put in writing. Uh, right. I would suggest, though, do not include your extra payment into the rent. Pay a separate check for that so that the mortgage company can trace it and show out of your bank account, your check, your credit card, whatever, it came from you, not the landlord. Ah, very clever. That's a pro tip right there, Larry. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you think you've done something, and in the end, the, the mortgage company can't verify you made the payment. Don, right. can they get down payment assistance uh, from family or friends or people with this without the mortgage companies going crazy? Um, yes, they can get down, uh, from immediate family, they can get a down payment gifted if they have a 401k, uh, on an FHA loan. So if it's your first home, you can take money out of your 401k without penalties because you're investing it into a house as a down payment. That's not necessarily, I don't know if that would qualify as a rent to own though, but when you go to qualify for a loan, because most of these rent-to-own opportunities have an ending date when you either need to apply for a loan and get financed, or if the owner of the property, if your landlord, wants to uh, delay or maybe even avoid paying capital gains, they can do a owner financing where they get your down payment and you've been a good renter and you're making your payments on time and you're paying those uh, you know, paying your rent on time, you're taking care of the property, they might decide to owner finance you and become the bank themselves, and it's a huge advantage. Well, if you're making huge payments advantage. for a year or two and the owners may say they're good, reliable people, they may just say, we'll, just, we'll be the bank for you for a while. Right, right. And the, uh, the advantages to doing it that way is now you've got your down payment all saved up, it's going toward the purchase price of the house. So all those extra $200 payments that you've been making, you get to cash those out to Ching. The price of the home was negotiated before you signed that rent-to-own option. That was all negotiated in advance. So there's no guessing one or two or three years down the road when you're ready to buy. It was negotiated three years ago when you when you first signed your, your contract. Correct. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, anyway, take it from there, Larry. <laughs> so it, it's a, 
you know, it's just a way to help people get into a house today without waiting three years to save enough money or something. And, and uh, a lot of homeowners will do that simply because uh, they're moving away. They got to move in six weeks and they don't want to make wait four months to sell it. And they can't afford to make a payment themselves while they're in Nevada. So a lot of homeowners think this is a good solution for them as well as you as a buyer uh, for the home. And it, it's good for a lot of first-time buyers, too, to help them get the idea of home ownership with a little bit less than what the bank would say down payment. Now, here's the thing. Um, when we're talking about getting family to help you or something, if a family, if you're doing a rent-to-own, Right at the moment, you don't have to get any kind of document saying that the family's gifted you this. They can just give you the money, and you and the family can work it out. It goes in your bank account, and you write the check so they can verify that you wrote the check for the down payment in the first place. So, uh, And a lot of 401Ks may let you just take money out for personal use. You'd have to determine that with your accountant and what all that kinds of stuff make. I've seen a 401k to let a lady take money out to buy a home. It was her first home for owner financing. I, I've worked a deal just like that. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not going to tap into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after all, it is your money (laughs) and you're buying, you're investing it. So it's not like you're taking it out to go to Disneyland. Yeah. I mean, I know that that's an investment in fund in fun, but not necessarily going to pay you back financially. That's correct. But owning your home is going to pay you back financially, like by increasing your net worth substantially year over year. Because uh, according to the National Association of Realtors, homes increase, they appreciate in value an average of 4% a year over 30 years. Which, which is, is incredible amount. So we're going to have yeah. to take a break here. We'll come back and finish up, Don. Just hold your breath. We'll be right back. All right. We're back here on The Point. If you've ever experienced or thinking about rent to own or you've had a good experience or bad experience, or just want to know more information here today or make a comment, we're at 803-799-TALK. That's 8255-799-8255. So if you want to call in, call in. So, Don, tell us what what you think about some advantages, disadvantages. We'll let you talk a little bit, some of your experience in going through one of these. Well, I appreciate that. So some of the advantages, well, let's talk about some of the disadvantages, right? For this, for the, for the renter. Um, if at the end of your lease term, you are unable to move forward with purchasing the house in whatever terms that you had agreed to, if that's a traditional loan, um, and you can't do it, if that's a year or two, <clears throat> then the, uh, the landlord has the right to not renew your lease and to, um, to not, I'm sorry, I got a cough, <coughs> excuse me, has the right to not renew the lease and you forfeit your deposit. Or your down payment, basically. Um, or your down payment, yeah. yeah. Forfeit your down payment. 
some of the and that's that's a big disadvantage i mean it's it's a risk that he's taking holding the house expecting you to buy it i think of it this way if you get a mortgage and you don't pay what happens you don't pay you don't stay yeah so yeah, that's a disadvantage too <laughs> right well you know but this could be different like you're making your payments on time but you're just not able to uh qualify for the house i saw that happen to a gentleman in Colombia, and he had been renting the house for six years with the intention to buy the house, and he was never able to qualify the for the house. And the landlord was, you know, patient with him, but wanted to sell the house. That's why he entered into the agreement was to sell the house, and he ended up selling the house to somebody else because the tenant wasn't able to follow through with it. And the tenant took good care of the house. If it broke, he fixed it. Yeah. That's and another advantage for the landlord is that um, tenants who are intending to buy the house tend to take better care of it. And in your terms of agreement, you can put in there that, hey, as a, as a renter, if it breaks, you're going to fix it. If the HVAC needs repairing, if the roof needs repairing, if the toilet needs repairing, you're going to be the one that fixes it. I'm not going to fix that. So I need to see you taking care of this house. Which, at the end of the day, it's almost like a net lease for a landlord because uh, all of the money sure. that's going into their pocket is they get to keep. They are not going to have those repair costs because they've already agreed with the renter to take care of those things. So it's a huge advantage for a landlord in that way as well. Um, well here's, another, an, here's another uh, good thing, Dawn. Let's just say that the owner wants to do a rent-to-own. And he needs it needs painting. If the tenant says I'll painting do that work, and you get special. an you get a price of what it would take to do it, the owner can pay that tenant to do that work. And if he can do it, let's say you get two thousand dollars at the guy paint, but the tenant says I'll do it, and it only costs him his time in the paint. You give the guy two. You give the tenant the two thousand dollars. He turns around and writes you a check back. You paid him for the labor, and he write, turns around and writes the check back to you for $2,000. Now he's got more down payment. Right. Or if the house needs, you know, it's a handyman special. It needs a little yes. more than paint. And uh, you can always negotiate that into the purchase price of the house. So instead of, you know, a $150,000 house, that needs about $25,000 in updates, you can negotiate that for a future value of 125000 because the tenant has agreed to do that $25,000 worth of work himself. Yeah. And so it's what, really an advantage for a tenant also to go in and paint and maybe replace some flooring and really make that home their own. Right. And even it, before they own it. Correct. So all those things are good benefits. But the big thing is, like your story with the guy with six years, that that should have never happened between the two of them. They should be talking every year about where you're at financially. What's the bank telling you? Are you saving money? Are you getting your credit repaired? So they both should have a responsibility well, in making so, so the idea is to help them not about that. not take the house away from them. Right, let's talk a little bit more about that, Larry. So when you say that they should be having this conversation about hey, where are you with your credit? Where are you with the bank? Like how would a renter know where to even start with that? Like, yeah, I'd like to buy the house, but 
how do I know what steps to take next to make sure that I can buy the house when the time comes? That's, that's why you get a hold of somebody like Erica, one of our sponsors. The first thing before we do a rent-to-own, we get them on the phone with some, if it's not Erica, it's with a real mortgage person to tell them where they're at and maybe a credit repair person that tells them how long it's going to take, what they're going to do, and make sure they're committed to that program. And then between the two of you, talk once in, once a quarter or something. Right. We get you set up on a plan. Yeah. How, plan. You, how like, you okay, doing? Look at, look at your credit cards, and it looks like you've got a lot. You just bought a car. So if you want to qualify for that, you need to pay this credit card off and pay that car off. And if you've got really bad credit because you've missed some payments or something, then you know, here's the plan for you to start building good credit on top of that so that in a year, in a two years, you can qualify. I've seen people work with credit repair companies on one of these plans, and they've been able to increase their credit score by 80 or 100 points in six months. Absolutely. So it's doable. It's yeah. absolutely within your grasp to be able to qualify to buy a house if you have, uh, you know, a good plan in place with professionals who have seen this and, and do this for a living. That's the whole thing. Get experts to help you. Don't, I don't mean this wrong. I'm sure there's good landlords out there, but I'm not going to put anybody in a house on the lease to own, take their money, knowing that they're going to fail. Correct. I want to know that they can succeed to buy that home and make it theirs and love the home and take care of it while they're in there. You, we mentioned uh, lose your money. Um, I'm going to tell a story on Chad. I hope he's not listening right now because he won't like me telling this story. Uh, he, when he was young, he opened the freezer of our really expensive refrigerator. You can tell it's one of those with the freezer up top. And um, he thought saw all that ice in there like it was snow and stuck his tongue to the freezer. Well, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> his tongue stuck to the freezer and uh, Belinda had to go get some water and pour on it but he still left a little meat on that freezer door and so that's what I tell people about rent to own if you don't do it you're going to leave some meat um, because somebody's going to take some of your cash so let's make sure that you don't stick your tongue out and get stuck on something you shouldn't have done so that's kind of a, well. Let's let's. I love that. That's a great analogy. Don't you tell Chad I told you that, Brian. You got to be I quiet. I won't say a word. I won't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody listening. Call Chad and don't tell him. Um, so let's talk a little bit about how to find the right candidate for a rent to own because not every candidate, like every every renter, not every renter, but you know. There are some professional renters out there that have no intention of moving forward with owner purchasing, or once they're in the home, they just don't take care of it. So let's talk about how to vet to find good candidates for this for a few minutes, Larry. All right, What's I need to know this. You do? <laughs> All right, tell us, tell us your ideas, Dawn. Well, so... <laughs> First of all, there is that minimum down payment. I mean, we're going to get people calling us all day long. Like, I've got 500, I've got 1,000 I can put down, but it's not enough skin in the game. You know, no. uh, it's, it's a minimum down payment of at least, 
$3,000 and sometimes it's a down payment of three or three and a half percent. It just uh, depending on the situation a little depending bit. on the situation and everybody's goals right but it's also the uh there's the background check it's vetting the person right there's a criminal background check how'd you come up with that money we want to make sure that you're not a criminal you're not a drug dealer they took it from brian they ripped, robbed his account the other day <laughs> what yeah somebody got into his bank account or something and took <gasps> some money from him Oh, Brian, so he's really so happy. Sorry, he's over man. here thrilled about it. Oh, well, I mean, at least there's uh, fraud protection with your bank. So I'm assuming you're going to get hope. that money back. <laughs> That's yeah. But anyhow, yeah, they, anyway, we want to make sure they <laughs> don't have their picture at the post office. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So we're going to do a criminal background check to make sure that, um, that you're not a criminal. The next thing we're going to do, and this is all just on an application, right? Correct. If you fill out an application, we want... And we want the social security number, the name and social security number, and the date of birth of every single person who's going to be living in that house over the age of 18. So that's a husband and a wife, a boyfriend and a girlfriend. You've got kids that are living with you that are in high school or college that are over 18. We are going to do a background check on every single person over the age of 18. We're going to vet every single person over the age of 18. The next step is income verification. We wanna know that once you're in there, you're going to be able to pay your rent and pay that mortgage. And so that income verification comes from us calling your employers. If you are a W-2 employee, and making sure that A, you've got a job, how long you've worked there, how much you're making a month. We would need to see your credit stubs. If you're a W-9 uh, independent contractor, then we're gonna take a look at the last you know, six or eight or even 12 months of your bank statements to make sure that you've got the money going into your account every month that's going to be able to ensure that uh, you can make those payments. Now, I know we're coming up on a break. Are we going to have to yeah, we got about a minute conversation? There. Okay, perfect. Uh, and then the next uh, thing is that we're going to do rental verification or your mortgage verification. Some people are moving to the area. They just sold a house. They can't actually qualify to buy a new house. So we're going to take a look at were you making your mortgage payments on time? And uh, if it's a rental verification, we're going to make sure that you left your last rentals for the last two or three years in good condition, clean. You didn't trash the place. We're going uh, to have to take a break here, Don. So hold Let's that thought until it. we come right back. But there's a couple other things we'll talk about on the, after the break. All right, we're back on the air. Don, you were giving us a discussion on the tutorial, <laughs> uh, some uh, right. background checks and what right. we do to verify people. Uh, so one of the tips, you're right, exactly. Low We've risk. Been talking about low risk, right, and some rental verification. So uh, not just making sure that you pay your rent on time, but you're leaving the place in good condition. But here's here's a pro tip. All right, if somebody's filling out this application. And the last person they lived with was their mom or dad or their sister 
or their best friend, like that does not count as a landlord because your parents are going to say anything to get you out of the house, you know? <laughs> they want to get so, rid of you, huh? Right, right. So, I mean, okay, great. I'm glad you're getting out of the house, but that's not going to work for a rent to own unless you're coming in with with a full, you know, three and a half or five percent as a down payment. Like you've got to have a lot more money in the game that you ha have the opportunity of losing. So I'm not saying it's never going to work for that situation. I'm just saying the more risky you are with this background verification and vetting, the more money you're going to have to have up front to be able to get into a rent-to-own situation. Let me make a comment there, Dawn, because the, the way this also worked is a, I don't know if it's a pro or a con here, but if you have these two agreements, a rental agreement, and you have an option to purchase it, if you don't pay your payments, you're not going to stay. You can still be evicted. Correct. So be careful. And, don't, lose, and yeah. lose that deposit. It's, it's non-refundable. It's yeah. stated and signed in writing before you even move in. You're putting a non-refundable home deposit down, a non-refundable deposit yeah. on the purchase of the home. So there's caution there, but this is for people that really want a home and they just can't do it. And we want to help people with that. We're not trying to take their money. We want them to succeed. And this is Correct. just something with the market we're in. Maybe it'll help some people. We've helped a lot of people moving from out of state here and they can't buy a house until they sell the one they're in. And so they will find a house that we have perhaps work out this lease on and when their sales they go ahead and exercise their option to purchase so it helps a lot of people well you know and another advantage for a, a homeowner that's thinking about you know they've got an extra home maybe it's been a rental maybe i'd like to do a rent to own you know another advantage is that you can uh, tend to charge a little bit more in rent you can get a little bit higher rent for some for the opportunity uh, to allow somebody to buy that house, a future opportunity, because there aren't a lot of people out there with the rent-to-own uh, option for, you know, they're, they're homeowners and, you know, they might not know about this option or how it works. So there's a little bit more opportunity there to make a little bit more money as well. Yeah, and, and here's a caution for anyone, whether you're renting, doing a rent-to-own, um, make sure you get it insured, get Get your personal effects insured so if there's a fire or something, uh, the landlord normally covers the structure itself, not your personal items. So make sure you get insurance on your personal items if you're renting or doing a rent-to-own. And if you're doing a rent-to-own, you might want to get a policy to cover things like your washer, your dryer, your refrigerator, some of those well, things for a homeowner. For a homeowner as a renter, your protection for those things as you don't want to one day your refrigerator go out and you got to go spend two thousand dollars and can't pay the rent right well and there are two, three different types of policies you just mentioned there there's the renters policy which every renter should have and every uh landlord should require absolutely and show proof of that you have a renters policy a hundred percent and that it needs to be written into the lease so that if ever they're in default um you know, they're out, and again, they're forfeiting that, that deposit. The next thing you mentioned was uh, the landlord should have a policy as well, and it's not a traditional 
um, homeowner's policy. It's called a, well, in South Carolina anyway, I'm pretty sure it's a dweller's insurance policy. Correct. Which means that and it, it, it's going to cover you. And here's the difference, right? The insurance company knows the difference. If you're not living in that house and something happens to that house and you're renting it out and you don't have the right insurance policy in place, they are not going to pay out on that claim. So you need to make sure you've got your dweller's insurance policy in place when you have renters in there. So now the renter has their policy, you've got your policy. And then the third type of policy you mentioned Larry was a uh, a um, home warranty. Uh, what's it called? Home warranty. That's yeah. right. A home warranty, and you can get one of those. There, it's cheap. It's like sixty-five dollars a month to have a homeowner's policy or a, a home warranty that covers a sixty-five dollars to cover your HVAC if it goes out, your refrigerator if it breaks, your toilet if your kids stuff something down the toilet and it backflows <laughs> and overflows, your um, hot water heater, it, you know, don't replace that four hundred that four thousand dollar hot water heater if it's thirty years old and it still works. Let a home warranty replace it. Correct. And your washer and dryer. So like your major appliances, your major systems. Sometimes it will. Uh, 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 help help identify it won't always replace your electrical but you can get your electrical system insured in that $65 policy so those are three different policies that are very inexpensive uh, that you know you can even write your lease to make sure that the rents cover that additional home warranty or require that your tenants have a home warranty in place. Again, if you're doing the rent to own with these tenants expecting to own the house, not only can you charge a little bit more, but you know, make sure that the correct, the, uh, the income of the person that you are renting to can cover the additional home warranty themselves and write that into a, a, into a, you can pay for that home warranty up front. Uh, you know, at the beginning of each year for 550 or $560. So, you know, there are ways to protect the home, protect your investment, help your renters protect the home and their investment. And um, it's a win-win, you know, at the end of the day in real estate, it's got to be a win-win. Don, in your experience for homeowners sitting out there listening we've got about five minutes left in the program here today but if a homeowner's out there thinking about doing a lease to own what what do you think how long does it normally take for someone to say hey i would like to do that how long should they expect to have their house on the market if they're doing rent to own about two months usually it's, it's about two months to find a good person, a suitable person that's can pass the background check. And it's, that's not even the hard part. The vetting isn't the hard part. It's being patient enough to find a renter with enough money to put as a down payment. Don't take the first person that comes along. Nope. Unless they're very well qualified. Right. You'll right. have people calling you almost immediately. Oh, you'll get 20 phone calls a day from people with $500, yes. $1,000. I need so, to move my kids in, but be patient. Yeah. And, of course, in today's market, you might get somebody within 25 or 30 days uh, with people looking that just can't buy, and especially with interest rates being volatile right now. Mm -hmm. um, they might say, well, I'll just go rent, 
but rent they don't get back. But if they can find a rent to own that works for them, and they just need to see if interest rates come down, they have time, uh, and then they can buy your home. But uh, it usually doesn't take long because you do a lot of that vetting up front, making sure they've done the right steps. So if if you're a homeowner, um, I I would consider well, if if the house is going to sit vacant for two or three months uh, while somebody gets a loan and then gets turned down. Um, or if you just want to keep the home for a while and have extra income. Uh, one I'm working with right now, the seller uh, was going to sell it, but he's finding out he can make $1,000 a month over his mortgage because he's had it so long, and that helps him have expenses to live. Well, let's uh, let's talk about this for a second, too, because just as a as a tenant moving into a rent-to-own situation, do not expect that your rent, the rent that you pay monthly, is going to be paying down no. the purchase price of the house. The purchase price of the house is the purchase price of the house when you buy it. What your rent goes for is um, your opportunity to own the home, and oftentimes the landlord is paying their own mortgage they on the house. they got their own mortgage most of the time. Correct. So we so got about two not- minutes here. Correct. Yeah. So it's not that um, you're paying a thousand dollars a month toward the purchase price. Maybe you're paying an extra two hundred dollars a month toward your purchase price that's going into an equity account. Correct. But um, but it's not your whole rent, and it's usually not even a large part of the rent. So there's that. You're renting until you're able to purchase. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's just two separate agreements. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's correct. That's so, correct. So oh, and then the other one is for the landlord. You know, if you're not necessarily comfortable being your own landlord, and especially if you are a really nice person <laughs> and don't want people to take advantage of you, hire professional representation and a property manager. We at Palmetto Real Estate Group, we do property management. I mean, I've I've owner financed a person, and I had, like, I'm a nice person, right? I'm a I'm a bulldog when it comes to protecting other people's properties and stuff but man i'm that person that i would let a renter take advantage of me all day long if it's my own home so i have my professional property management contract in place so that when christmas rolls around and that tenant says oh i'm sorry i've got kids you know i gotta buy christmas presents and you know, Chad will say, well, Christmas comes every year. What's your plan? You know, <laughs> make sure that my rents get paid. So uh, if you're a person that doesn't want to be taken advantage of, and there are some professional renters out there that will promise you the world and then get in and sell every single thing in that house, they'll sell the cabinets off the walls. I mean, yes. well, yeah, the higher property manager. I can't, I can't stress it enough. Yeah, Just, you know, I'll, you I'll tell your... another little story on Chad here. We had one do that one year, said I can't pay the rent because of Christmas. Chad said, well, I'm sorry, you got to go live in your car. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Don't but, pay, uh, we're going to have to sign off here. And I guess we'll be back next week. Chad should be here. And this is Palmetto Real Estate Group saying have a great weekend in the rain.
Admit it, you've been woken out of a home improvement fever dream after an HGTV binge session and believed you could be a house flipper. Well, that dream is more realistic than you thought. Let the pros at the Palmetto Real Estate Group of SC guide you through the investment and rehab process. And let's make those dreams come true. Learn more at palmettoreg.com.